So when we have a lot of stuff in our house, it can feel really dense and heavy and tight and constricted. And when we start clearing things out, most of my clients say, oh, I can breathe again. I feel like I just lost 10 pounds. Welcome to Monday Morsels, the abbreviated companion to our full-length Friday interviews. This is Matthew Del Negro, and you're listening to 10,000 No's. All right, welcome back. We are doing a takeover today with my past guest, Lily Pettit. She is very cool, and she is going to talk to us about the difference between being organized and getting organized, among other things. Here she is, Lily Pettit. Well, really, when people start thinking about, you know, organizing their home, they get this idea in their head that, oh, we got to go to the container store. I've got to buy the perfect boxes or the perfect bins to, you know, get organized. And I believe that there's a misconception that going and getting organized is something that you go to a store and get, or it's a one-time event. And really being organized is about going through all your things in a conscious way, making decisions about what you're keeping and what you're letting go of from a place of really connecting to those items. Yes, similar to Marie Kondo, the life-changing magic of tidying up. Most people know her, you know, and the, the question is thrown around often, does this spark joy, right? So what I'm asking uh, people to do when they embark on any organizing project is to really think about it as this is a lifestyle change. This is something I am being in my daily life, making conscious choices about everything that I purchase, everything that comes into my space, instead of it's this really intense one-time event that I'm just going to do one time and it's over. And, you know, this might be a little disappointing to some people, you know, watching or listening right now, but the idea of having an organized life and living an organized life and being an organized person is just like living a healthy lifestyle where you're eating better. It's just like maintaining an exercise routine. It's just like having a meditation practice or a yoga practice. It's a practice. It's something that you must embody and be, not something that you just do one time. So for me, there's a big difference. Yeah, I I remember something and we won't even go into it here, but something that you had said when I interviewed you, I brought up an item that we had taken from New York to another place in New York to about three different places in LA. And when I finally took it out to use it, I think it was a, a some type of a vase. It had a, it had a big like crack. It, it was actually like a chunk of the glass was gone. And your question was, how much did it cost you to hold on to that thing that you never even, you never even used? So I, yeah. I love that idea. Um, I want to ask you, um, so the, your, your particular organizing solutions that you have, um, what, what is it about them that allows you to, or allows, a, you know, one of my listeners to, to fully align their life and their home in a way that's more, like why, why would someone use your system over say, just going to container store and doing that? Like, what is it about yours, the essence of it that you feel could really help them? So the way that I look at anyone's home is just like a holistic doctor would look at a body. 
So they don't treat the problem and just mask it with, you know, medications and all of that thing, all of that. A holistic doctor looks at the entire person and really digs in there to, you know, what are you eating? What are you drinking? What supplements are you taking? Are you exercising? Right? So they take into account how much stress you have, all of those things. So I am like a holistic house doctor. I look at the entire space because I don't think that you know, organizing your pantry and having that look really beautiful, <clears throat> to me, that's sort of a band-aid. So we can do one space in your home and have that flowing and looking great. But the reality is, is that you probably had something in that pantry that didn't belong there. It needed to find a new home or a new space within your domain. And to me, when we treat the whole house like a living, breathing organism, you're able to really align the way that you want to live. Most of us are looking for more time, more energy, less stress. And when everything has a space and everything has been cleared out and systems and strategies have been put into place in every single spot in your home, there's not going to be the question of where does this go? How do I put it back? Um, <clears throat> laundry gets easier to put away. You're not going to end up with, you know, 50 AAA batteries because you couldn't find or didn't know that you had them and you just kept buying them on Amazon, right? So for me, looking at a person's entire life, having them set an intention for how they want the different rooms in their space in their home to function. Oh my God. Babe, I'm not, I'm not done. I'm not done. I texted you. Sorry. <laughs> Great. So, um, <clears throat> so looking at the entire home and really having a space and a place for everything is in my, you know, the way that I do things is to set people's homes and lives up in conjunction with one another and creating, you know, proper homes and spaces for everything so that the... <clears throat> I totally lost my train of thought. On oh, this. well, I was going to say, just to save you there, and I, I was thinking like, oh, we'll cut that out or whatever, but I almost think that this is a, a moment of levity for all of us. We're talking about having a place for everything, and then your, your significant other pops out of the room behind you, and it's like, hey, get back into place, and then you didn't even see them. You didn't even see this, but right after that, the door closed and then your cat walked right behind you. And I was just thinking, what a great, great thing to point out to people rather than try to mask it and make right. it seem perfect, which is, you know, you can have all of these strategies and systems and still life will pop up and things will not be perfect. And that's a, that's a little bit of the point. And so I love what you said about that you looking at your home, first of all, I feel like you called me and my household out completely with like <laughs> having like, you know, 20 AAA batteries that you, that you don't know you had. So you go and get more. But what I like was you talked about the home being a living and breathing organism. And, and one of the things that I was lucky enough to do with you, you are also a, a breath coach, which people may not really know what that is. You can explain it you know, the minimal, just like brief explanation. It, for me, it was a, it was a, a type of meditation, but I want to hear how breath work and that part of your life connects to, or connects a person to their space or with their space. Yeah. So just like, you know, the body is this living, breathing, it's an alive 
it's not live, you know, because it is, it is a dwelling. Yes. And so it's not physically moving around. Like our bodies physically move around the stuff inside of it is alive. It has energy. Everything in our house has energy and contains energy. So when we have a lot of stuff in our house, it can feel really dense and heavy and tight and constricted. And when we start clearing things out, most of my clients say, Oh, I can breathe again. I feel like I just lost 10 pounds or I feel like I have the space now in my head to create, you know, go write my book or write my program or do whatever, you know, I've been wanting to do in my life. And with the breathwork healing that I teach, it allows us to, I'd like to call it spiritual housekeeping because it allows us to also clear out and empty out. We have this amazing resource inside of our body that most of us are not using well and not using as often as they should be. So we're having, you know, shortness of breath, especially with what we're experiencing in the world right now. You know, not a lot of us are able to really fully breathe deeply because we're in a lot of fear and in a lot of the unknowns right now. So <clears throat> what I do with people is, you know, I get them breathing in my classes and my private sessions and all of that. And we're able to really tap into literally pranayama yoga, life force. The breath is life. Without breath, we have no life. We cannot survive without our breath. So we're able to use our breath and clear out a lot of the stuck energy, a lot of the stuck emotions. Most people do cry or they have really intense physiological um, experiences. There's an opportunity usually in any of my experiences to have a little bit of a temper tantrum because I think we all just need a little bit more permission to let things go that we hold in our body. <clears throat> and it's, it's no different to me. And doing a practice like breath work can also bring us a lot of clarity. So people set an intention before they start breathing, just like we set an intention before we start digging into your house and organizing it. And it gives us a place to really focus the mind or focus our, you know, our spiritual work. And usually people have these great ahas of like, oh, I know exactly where I need to move the couch or, oh, I, I've been holding on to that jacket that I got in Argentina with my ex-boyfriend because I'm afraid that I'm never going to fall in love again. I don't need that thing anymore. That's blocking love from coming into my life. So it's just another tool to get us to the place of having clear thinking, having yeah. those aha moments. That's really what it is. <laughs> well, one last question before I let you go, because I, I think people are thinking it, whether it's conscious or not. But right now, people are spending a lot more time at home than usual. <laughs> Sometimes annoyingly so, trapped with all of our family members and everything. So how, how can people think about creating a, a home that feels more, I don't even know what, intentional, you use the word intention, um, maybe sacred, uh, along those lines. How, how, how would you suggest right now this particular, that, that what you do kind of applies to people right now? There's so many things that we can do to, you know, clear energy from our space and so many things that we can do that... <laughs> I think a lot, you know, you say, how do I create sacred space or how do I clear my space? And I think people get really um, attached to this idea that, you know, I've got to do it on the full moon or the new moon. And I've got to have, you know, 12 of my best friends with the same blood type to like do this special ritual. <laughs> and it's not, it's not that. 
it all just comes back to being very conscious and very aware of what you're doing, what you're thinking and how you're operating in your space. So right now, most of us are probably having to use, let's say a dining room or a spare bedroom or something as our office. If we didn't already have our home set up in a way that, you know, was equipped to work from home. Right. So it's okay to use something in an alternative way, use a space in an alternative way, but be very intentional about that. You know, like be clear with your family. Hey, I'm using this space as this office right now. And <clears throat> from the hours of X to X, you're not allowed to interrupt me. And this is, you know, this is challenging for all of us right now, but having really clear loving boundaries within your home is going to continue to like infuse it with positive energy and doing things in your space that may really make it feel good. So the things you say, the things you do, right? So like having an impromptu dance party, play music that you really like. It can be something so simple as going in your backyard, cutting some fresh flowers, putting the vase on the table, or when you eat dinner, light a couple candles, you know, to give thanks and grace and gratitude to your food. Because again, everything that we do, your house feels. So what we're putting into it, we're going to get back. It's that, you know, it's that circle of life. It's that reciprocity. So, you know, smudging, yes, you can smudge your space with sage smoke. It kills 97% of airborne bacteria. Yes, that's amazing. It's great. It's so good. I personally have been experiencing with different types of smudging blends, like dried rosemary and lavender and just, you know, mixing it up and doing different things. If that's not your jam, there are so many easy, easy, simple things, just buy a plant, you know, give your house more oxygen. And that really does put that intentionality, that consciousness in your space. And like what I did, you know, all of my overflow pantry food, I rearranged my whole laundry room and now I have, you know, an extra little pantry in there. So don't be afraid to clear things out and use your space in different ways. I think is the biggest takeaway for all of us right now. And just to have a lot of grace, <laughs> yeah. give yourself a lot of grace. And know that, you know, this is temporary while it feels like it's forever. And, you know, it's like when you have a newborn, you know, the, <laughs> the years are fast, but the days are long kind of thing. I feel like I'm kind of in that space again, not having an 18 month old, but um, it really is temporary. And the more comfortable you can allow yourself to be in the gratitude and the positivity and the things that are going well in your life, the better your home is going to feel. Yeah. Lily Pettit, uh, thank you so much. And a note to everybody else, if you, along the lines of using uh, a particular room, if your significant other pops out during a Zoom call, shove them back <laughs> in that room and close the door. <laughs> That's right. Boundaries, loving boundaries. <laughs> loving boundaries. Uh, well, thank you so much. I hope we, um, this was awesome. All right. I hope you guys agree. I hope you dug Lily. I got a lot out of that. I uh, want to make an offer to you as a 10,000 knows listener. You can use the code Del Negro 15. That's Del Negro 15 for 15% discount on the Closet Cleanse Masterclass that Lily is offering. There's a link. We'll put it in the show notes and you will get to deep dive into the connections between your closet and your life and walk away with a host of worksheets and tools that you can start using right away. And I'm going to give you an assignment. And I'm embarrassed to say that I interviewed Lily a while ago. I was very excited hearing about what she does. 
we have yet to really do that deep cleanse in our household. But one of the things that I've done, and I'm going to throw this out there to you during this pause, is just on my computer alone, just things with the podcast, things with work, things that compile on a computer, go back, look at what you have, organize it into folders, line things up. I have found so much cleared headspace just as a result of doing that, taking a little time. Some days it's not happening, but it's a lot of catch up, but really lining things up and putting things in their proper place so you can get to them more easily. The assignment is basically do that. Pay some attention to that in your own life, on your computer or your work desk or your workspace or whatever it is that you, maybe it's your car, I don't know. But just trying to, without imposing these these rigid rules, how can you kind of seamlessly get yourself a little, as she says, don't get organized, but kind of just live in this way that's that's aligning all the things that you do and you know physically aligning them whether it's on a computer desktop or it's in a room but putting things in the place that will make them uh where there's less time spent searching and more time just having things ready to go and getting right into it i hope that helps we will see you this friday and as always thanks for listening all right Thanks for listening to Monday Morsels on 10,000 Knows. Any love you can give us by spreading the word to family and friends is greatly appreciated. And be sure to check out our full-length episodes every Friday. We'll see you then.